Welcome to the Scottish Mortgage Podcast, the show that keeps you informed in all things mortgages throughout Scotland. So today we are going to continue on with our introduction to mortgages and talk about a mortgage specifically and what that is. And I'll go over a few details to help you understand what a mortgage is, the different types of mortgages that are out there in the UK, the application process in the UK, the potential issues that you could come up against and some practical tips as well when applying for a mortgage. It's really, really key that you understand what a mortgage is. So um, the first section that we'll talk to you about is just just that, what a mortgage actually is. And a mortgage is essentially a loan that's secured against the property and it's used for people who aren't able to go out there or who maybe are able but want their, their money's tied up or feel that the mortgage is the best thing for them financially. It's when you go to a lender and you borrow money in order to purchase a property. What the lender will do is they'll take security of that property. That security is known as a charge. Usually if you're buying a property in the UK and you're going for a mortgage, it's a first charge that you that lender would get. And what would happen is if you don't make your payments in time, the lender can force the sale of the property to get their money back. So an important tool that gives people access to becoming a homeowner when you don't have the money set aside to go out there and buy cash. So let's face it, not everyone is blessed with having hundreds of thousands of pounds of money sitting there. So a mortgage is a key tool that's there to help. Now, there are some key components of mortgages, so things that you would need to take into consideration is how much you're looking to borrow, so the loan amount, how long you're looking to spread it over, which would be the term, and then the interest rate that you're due to pay on that mortgage as well. Now, there is various different types of mortgages in the UK, so I'll touch on that next and go over, in summary, the different types of mortgages and some of the key benefits of them when looking at a a mortgage. So the first one, it's the one that's probably the most common, it's the one that you'll have heard of the most, and it's probably the one that your friends and family have told you is that the kind of mortgage that you should be after, and that's a fixed rate mortgage. The reality is there's different types of mortgage rates out there, and a fixed rate is only one of them. You've also got your variable rate mortgages, and there's good things and not so good things about each of them. So a fixed rate is going to give you that stable payment. It's going to give you the guarantee that for a period of time, your mortgage payment isn't going to change, which is often appealing, especially if you're buying your first home and it gives you that period of stability where you know exactly what you're going to be paying each month. However, often you're tying yourself in for a period of time. So that's maybe two years or five years. And what can happen if you tie yourself into a mortgage for five years, and then the market changes and you see that or you decide that you want to change it up a little bit, there could be fees to pay if you try to break that contract early. So there's pros and cons with everything, really. Then you've got the variable rate mortgages. These are um, a little bit less structured, so these can change and these can go up and down every month. So taking into consideration the, the tracker rate, for example, this will track against the Bank of England base rate. And if the Bank of England base rate is up, your mortgage payments go up. If that comes down, your mortgage payments come down along with it. Like any variable rate, there are risks to it. So if you've set yourself a monthly budget and the rates keep going up the way, your payments could become unaffordable. But typically with a tracker rate mortgage, although you are getting that risk where the payments can change, 
Typically, what you would get is the flexibility to change it at any time. You've then got the standard variable rate. The standard variable rate is set by the lenders, and it's the lenders that will dictate what their standard variable rate is. The most flexible type of mortgage that is out there, there's no tie-in periods with it usually, and ultimately when you're on a standard variable rate, you're free to do what you want. You can make unrestricted overpayments, you can take that mortgage away from the bank and move it to another provider, and you can do all of those kind of things. And then another popular option actually could be the discounted variable rate. Now, the way that the discounted variable rate works is your, your lender's got the standard rate that they set. So let's say that's, um, I don't know, 7%. That They've set that at 7%. What you've then got is they might come in and say, right, we'll discount that by 1.5% for the first two years. It is still variable. But what they're essentially doing is you're getting the flexibility of access to what happens if the mortgage rates go down. If that happens, your payments could come down as well. But you're also getting the key benefit that it's reduced under the standard rate. So that could also help. But that's the different rate types. That's the most popular ones anyway that I come across. But then as well as rate types, you've also got the repayment types, which is different. So again, something that you've probably um, been told to do, it's, it's, it's often a conversation that I'll have with people, is to take a capital repayment mortgage, especially if you're talking to friends or family or launch down that route. Now, capital repayment mortgage it is a handy tool that's going to make sure that the mortgage is paid off at the end of the term provided that you meet your minimum payments throughout the full period of time. Because what's happening is you're paying back the, the amount that you've borrowed plus the interest as you go along. And then what happens at the end of it, you're not left with, or you're left with no money to pay. And that's the theory behind the capital and interest mortgage. Payments are higher. So what you do have is you've got access to alternative options. So the interest only mortgage type means that all you're doing on a monthly basis is paying the interest back. And if you're only paying the interest, you can imagine that at the end of the, the term, you're going to be left with a lump sum. Let's say that you've borrowed half a million pounds over 25 years on interest only. In 25 years' time, you're going to owe half a million pounds and you're going to need to pay that back. You're going to need to find somewhere to get those funds. What you typically see with interest only mortgages is that they're uh, quite um, popular with buy to let or rental properties, but also if you have got lots of money sitting there in savings or if you've got money sitting in the stock market, an interest only mortgage could be a way of freeing up your capital on a monthly basis while you use the other funds to invest, which can be a popular option as well. What you've also got is a part capital repayment and part interest only. This is essentially for people out there who want to take part of a risk with the money or need the, the lower contractual payment and you can split the payment so that part of the mortgage will be paid off at the end and part of it will be on interest only. And the third type that I'm going to talk to you about is the offset mortgage. The offset mortgage is uh, an option that is there to offset the mortgage balance and offsetting that against how much you've got in savings. So let's say, for example, you borrow 100,000 and you've got 100,000 pounds sitting there in a savings account. You won't pay any interest on your mortgage. So every time that you make a payment to reduce that balance down, you're not paying interest on it. 
which is a handy tool as well. And this can be a good way to free up, um, uh, to keep your savings there without plowing it all into your mortgage so that you've still got instant access to everything should there be a rainy day. But at the same time, being able to benefit from the reduction in interest. So that's the key types of mortgages in the UK. Uh, a lot of different options there, and I know I've covered off a lot in that section. So I hope you do find that handy. And again, if you've got any questions on that, feel free to, to fire them over to me. But applying for a mortgage is the next thing that I'm going to talk to you about. And applying for a mortgage, there's a few key things. The first thing is affordability. When you're checking for affordability, lenders are going to be taking into consideration things such as your income, outgoings, your age, your credit history. All of these things are taken into consideration for a lender to determine whether you can afford a mortgage. When you've established your affordability, it's then time to think about what happens next. In the application process of a mortgage, there's actually only five things that you need to worry about when applying. The first thing is making sure that you can afford it. So check the monthly costs and check to see how much the lender is going to allow you to borrow. Once you've done that, get your mortgage and principal sorted out. What that does is it means that you'll know how much it's going to cost, you'll know how much you can borrow, and you'll also know that the lender is going to give you that amount of money. And from there, it's about finding the right house. So you're free to check the market, make sure that you can find the right house for you to buy, provided that it's affordable, provided that you've got your deposit and that kind of thing all sorted out, you can put an offer in on it. And the fifth thing is just the application. Once you've checked your affordability, you've got your mortgage in principle and you've found that property, all you need to do now is get the application in. And from there, once the application's in, the mortgage broker or the bank, whoever it is that you're applying to, would take care of the rest. To apply for a mortgage, what you're going to need to do is provide evidence of what you're telling and what you're saying to the bank or the broker. Because at the, the initial stages when you're getting the mortgage in principle, it's very, very basic information that's usually asked for. But when you actually go to apply, you're going to need to verify who you are, how much you earn through either payslips or self-employed earnings. Bank statements will be required as well, and you'll need to show evidence of where the deposit's coming from. And when you're applying for a mortgage as well, it's also important to understand that there's key formats that these documents need to be in for a lender to accept them, which will get covered off later on. But the final thing that I'll talk to you about regarding the applying for a mortgage is the fees involved. So what you need to take into consideration is the cost of moving. How much is this actually going to cost you? It's not just the deposit. Think about the advice fees. Think about the lender fees, valuation fees that you could have, legal fees that could be there, your land tax. All of these things should be taken into consideration when you are applying for a mortgage. And don't forget, that there are potential issues that could crop up. So if you've got poor credit, it could prevent you from getting a mortgage. It certainly make it a lot more difficult. There's lenders out there who would maybe look at your credit in a different way. So some lenders will look at your credit score as opposed to your credit activity. Some lenders will use it your credit, your credit activity as opposed to the score. But if you're not paying your bills on time, then that could certainly impact you. Um, deposit, make sure that you can evidence where you're getting the money from and make sure that you've got enough money there to put down as your deposit. 
And don't forget about debt to income. And I know I've spoken about this previously, but these things are really important. So that's why I'm talking about it again. Your debt to income ratio, how much you actually owe is important, not just how much you pay. So you need to understand that these kind of things could be taken into consideration. But before we finish off, I'd like to finish off with some practical tips. So make sure that you're shopping around for the right house, but take into consideration things such as the location. So what's the local area like? What's the amenities like? What What's important to you when you're planning to buy? Is it going to be close to the motorway? Is it going to be good transport links like buses and trains? Is it the school systems that's going to be important to you? Take all of these things into consideration when looking to buy your house. Get advice early. Start the process early. Talk to a mortgage broker. I'm often working with clients for well over a year, sometimes two years before they go to buy their first house. You don't need to get involved and start the process that early, but it's never, it'll never hurt to start the process early and get an understanding of what it is that you need to do to become a homeowner. Get a solicitor involved as well, especially at the early stages. Solicitors will be key and under, it gives you an, an access to understand what costs will be there. How much is this going to cost you when you buy your first home? And it helps you understand the cost of moving. But I hope you did find this useful. Um, as always, any questions, feel free to fire them over. Be happy to answer them. And don't forget to check out the next session, which is going to be on the financial aspects of mortgages. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the Scottish Mortgage Podcast. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe if you find this useful. And if you want your questions answered, pop over to our Facebook page at Scottish Mortgage Podcast and ping us a message.